I'm Alex Mito. And I'm James Milley. And this is The Artist Business Plan, your favorite weekly business podcast for artist entrepreneurs, hosted by Superfine Art Fair. What's going on, business artist? You are listening to The Artist Business Plan, which means that you are certifiably awesome. And we are back here with Matt Chesko. Matt, let's jump right back into the questions here. So I love what we were talking about, about TikTok and just about how easy it is to make a living from your art right now. And, you know, just, you know, I hope this is resonating with our artists out here that there's these ways to do so. How does going viral affect the monetization of your art? Like, you know, the price of it or like the ability to sell and how does that relate back to the art sales from your website? So first of all, the price of my paintings are based on the demand. And the more people see my videos, the more people want to buy my art. The more people want to buy my art and the more I'm able to increase my prices. So that's number one. So I, I sell original paintings, but I also started selling art prints, t-shirts and hoodies. Because what I realize is on TikTok, there are people from like all ages and the majority of people don't have a few thousand dollars to spend on an original painting, but they have like a hundred dollars to spend on merch like hoodies or t-shirts or maybe they want to buy art prints and frame it and put put it on their wall. So that's why I sell uh, these three things. So I make a lot of money from selling my original paintings for sure, but I also make money from selling my merch. And I think I would encourage anybody who's trying to make a living from their art to also try selling stuff that's less expensive and more affordable and that more people can buy. I think on TikTok, my average follower is between 25 and 34 years old. So I, I don't know if that's accurate because on TikTok, there are a lot of kids. And when they register, I believe they, they see they are like a different age. So we can't really know if that's accurate, but let's pretend it's, it is. So a lot of my followers are in their 20s and they don't have like thousands of dollars to spend on art. So it's a really good way to make money with social media if uh, you sell stuff that's way less way less expensive and also i didn't know that when i started but uh you can make money from posting on tiktok so i get a lot of like partnerships and collaborations so i promote music for artists and i also sometimes promote products for brands or companies who want me to promote their stuff. So on TikTok, the rule of thumb is you can charge $1,000 for every million uh, views you get on your videos. So if you get on average like 500,000 views on your videos, you can easily charge uh, $500 for a song promotion or to promote a product. You can actually like charge even more than that. But that's their rule of thumb. So if you manage to get a lot of views from a lot of followers on TikTok, you can make money from posting on TikTok as well. So there are a lot of revenue streams uh, that are like possible with TikTok. And uh, I wish I knew all of them when I started because I just uh, learned by failing and trying. And But uh, 
it's great that now I I discovered all those revenue streams, but it took me a while to figure them out. Oh, I think it's great. And you, I don't know if you know the term fail upwards, but like that sounds like this, right? Like you try something and you fail and you move forward and you figure out what does work. That's why our listeners are very lucky to just be listening to this podcast because you've already tried it. I'm lucky to be hearing it too, because now I already know a few things. I want to just kind of go back and underscore a couple of things you said, Matt, going back to the first answer just about the price of paintings. I know a lot of artists might be asking that, right? And guys, it really is supply and demand. So the more people are seeing your work, like say through videos on TikTok or whatever social media you choose, the more people want to buy it. And then as people want to buy it, you increase your prices. To me, that is such an important kind of obvious, but often overlooked reality of selling art. Your prices really do coordinate to supply and demand. And and sometimes if you're not getting the demand, it's not actually your work. I mean, obviously do the self-evaluation, make sure your work is the strongest it could be. But a lot of times it's just not getting in front of people. When it gets in front of people, you really truly see what that supply and demand equation looks like, and you can start to price your work accordingly. So, and that happens outside of the gallery system too. It happens in TikTok. It happens in selling art directly. So just really being aware that that is, it's not bad for your prices. It's good. The more people see and the more people want it, the more you're able to charge over time within reason. I also love that you mentioned merch, art prints, t-shirts, hoodies, other items. And I like that you talked about younger people because honestly, what is one thing that all older people have in common? They were once younger people. So it's not a bad thing to reach younger people. I always say this. And some of the best gallerists I know, including one gallery in Montreal, he once told me that they have you know, something for children. If children come into the art gallery, they could buy a sticker for a dollar. I mean, like think young and think like, how can I get my work in the hands of as many people as like it? And if that is not, I'm not saying you take your original painting, you spent 50 hours making and you charge $50 for it. I'm just saying like, to agree with Matt here, have items available that, you know, can be affordable to a younger audience or to an audience that maybe isn't younger, but maybe just isn't yet willing to spend that kind of money on your work yet, especially if you're meeting them online and they haven't seen it in person. So having that available as an option is so key. And especially if you're going to pursue this TikTok avenue that Matt is talking about here, it's such a great, such a great idea. And I also like that you mentioned the partnerships and collaborations on TikTok and that rule of thumb, every million views on your video, approximately $1,000 in revenue from partners and sponsors, something you can really turn into a revenue stream for yourself. I would say like 25% of my revenues come from selling art prints and uh, ODs and t-shirts. The nice thing about selling merch is also that when you sell like t-shirts or art prints or whatever, people start like putting your art on their walls and or wearing t-shirts in the streets and then it gets more people to see your stuff and it also makes your uh, the buyer like uh, a really super fan, I would say. So this buyer becomes t- gives you money, but he also becomes someone who can talk about your art to more people. And the more people own your art, and the more you can uh, reach uh, bigger audiences. And that's how you build your brand. And so I would say, even if 
it's not a big revenue stream to sell merch, at least for me, but it's a really good way to build an audience and have people love your stuff instead of having people just watch it and like it. That's the way to grow super fans and people that will promote your stuff for free for years to come. Absolutely. And honestly, Matt, I mean, it's like you read our instruction manual for super fine art fair. We we talk about this all the time and and it's so true, you know, especially when someone just knows you, like they saw you at an art fair, they saw you on Instagram or TikTok, they know they like your work, but they don't really know you yet, right? They know they like this image. Having something they can buy, even if it's not this massive revenue stream or profit for you, having something they can buy and put on their body, on their wall, I mean, they become your ambassador and they're paying you to do that. Like you're not paying them, they're paying you and they're becoming your ambassador. And, and this is something maybe Matt, you'll see over time as well, but like, you know, as your work is on someone's wall, whether it was a $75 print or maybe like a smaller original, it's on their wall. They see it every single day. It absolutely. And then when they're, you know, maybe they're a student now, maybe they're just out of university and in five years, maybe they're buying a house or a condo and they're thinking, gee, you know, I want a painting. I want a beautiful original painting. Who do they think about? But the person who's been on their wall for two, three, four, five, ten 10 years, I've seen that happen so many times with artists. So really don't be shy about having that affordably priced merchandise even if it's not a huge revenue stream, just that you are building these this crew of like super fans and ambassadors. I think that's so key. So your art career, your full-time art career is only like a little over a year or so ago. Do you feel like an overnight success in this industry and in selling art? So I think anybody who knows me would say I am, but I never stopped like working hard. I'm not working harder today. Than I was like a year ago when I was just starting. So I just kept working hard and I feel like I'm an overnight success. But at the same time, I just kept doing the same thing. Lucky for me, like nice things happened. And now I can make like a good living from this. And I even make like way more money than if I was a mechanical engineer. <laughs> so I think that's pretty impressive. Like for- I love that. <laughs> never stop working hard. And I I think if we were talking to like the Rolling Stones right now, we'd be hearing a similar answer. I mean, those guys have been touring for God, almost 60 years right now. I mean, people who excel at something, you know, and and really do well, first of all, congratulations. I'm glad you're making more selling art than as an, an engineer. But that idea of just never stop working hard and just kind of, you know, really focus on what you want and keep going for it. I I fully agree with you. I mean, as long as it's making you happy and you're enjoying it, then of course that's the thing. But I love that that's your your perspective on it, Matt. Have you had any issues handling the demands of this new career? And you know, how have you overcome some of those some of the pressures or issues that you faced? When I got my first video that went viral, uh, I was still living on my savings and I was having a hard time paying rent and like my groceries so i knew i i just had to keep doing videos like i was doing and somehow i was gonna become really successful so in the beginning it was really hard because i felt like i had this golden mind but i couldn't make any money from it because i I didn't know how and um yeah so i just want to add that uh 
when I was selling prints in the beginning, uh, <laughs> I was selling them for 25 US and I was selling so many prints. I was like spending one or two days a week just printing them, putting them in the envelopes and shipping them. At one point, I realized that I was spending so much time on this and I was only making like $800 per day from doing it, like in profit. I decided to just increase my prices because the demand was too high. So maybe that's like the biggest problem I got from the success. I, I mean, I totally get that. And I think sometimes, you know, with it's something that a lot of times artists are specifically not thinking about is that like, if you do well, there will be more work and you can kind of toggle that, right? Like you can hire an assistant and artists don't often think they can, but it's something you really can do. Or you can kind of, you can even raise your prices to lower the workload a little bit and make a little more for everything you sell. So I think starting with getting that demand that we talked about is just so key because then once you have that, you can do whatever you want with it. I'm going to ask you, Matt, so what is the next big goal for your art career and your art business? So right now, um, I have two managers helping me with uh, dealing with uh, emails and partnerships, collaborations. And uh, I have uh, I also hired someone to manage my social media and help me out with uh, everything I don't want to do that. So everything that's outside from like actually doing the paintings. So my goal is to just design the paintings, do them, make the videos and nothing else. So I'm working on this at the moment and I'm trying to find uh, an interesting way of making YouTube videos. Uh, I, I built a really nice following on YouTube, almost 600,000 uh, subscribers on YouTube. And I want to try and find a way to make money from this because right now my videos are on YouTube are considered as YouTube shorts. And when your video is a YouTube short, you can't monetize it because it's too short. So it's under a minute long. For my Marilyn Monroe video, I think I got like 80 million views on YouTube. I only made wow. $100. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Because you know, you can make money from advertising yeah. on YouTube. But Jeez. since I all these views, like I would say like 95% of my uh, of the 80 million views came from YouTube Shorts, so I made zero dollars from that. So the hundred dollars came from the five percent of the people who viewed my video and click on the ads. I honestly make like zero dollars from YouTube right now, so I'm trying to find a way to monetize that. And um, uh, yeah, so I'm gonna try to do bigger projects. So instead of like always doing canvases, do like break world records for like the biggest painting on a on a wall or something like this and make youtube videos from this i, I still have no idea what my youtube videos are gonna be but i'm trying to figure it out maybe i'll try three different formats and see what works best and just keep doing this i love that just kind of bringing home the goals here bigger art projects, breaking world records. That is a cool goal to have. And I would encourage everybody to think about that as a goal. Um, but I really want to kind of circle back. And I didn't even know what your answer was going to be when I mentioned hiring people in the previous question. 
I think that's amazing, right, Matt? Because I we get artists sometimes who are like, I really just want to make art. I don't really want to do digital marketing and do social media or whatever. And I get that feeling. I mean, I, I've you know I've, I've got a lot of various passions in my life. You know, I do love digital marketing. It's fun. But ideally, I would do the fun, the more fun stuff and not that. But, you know, if you do it correctly, and if you really put the time and effort into learning it, learning what to do and trial and error and failing upwards, right, and you get good at it, well, the purpose is that you're front end loading that work, you're doing that work for as as long as it takes to get you into that position. And then at that point, you know, hopefully you do have the budget where you can bring people on who can help you and start, I think you said, do the things you don't want to do. There is no shame in hiring other people to do the things that we don't want to do. And I think artists and entrepreneurs especially love, you know, I wouldn't say love, but like kind of become addicted to this feeling of like, no, I do everything. I am the accountant. I am this, I'm that. Even if you're a terrible accountant, which I will admit, I am a terrible accountant. And that's why I have an accountant. Sometimes we have to put the cart before the horse. I might be putting some words in your mouth and you bet, you know, my thoughts here a little bit like sometimes we have to put the cart before the horse and, you know, make those decisions of who we need on our team, maybe a little bit before you are all the way there, because that helps you get all the way there. But putting that effort early, learning these social media platforms, learning the marketing side of your art and making it blossom for you can be the thing that gives you that whether it's a budget or just that feeling of permission to hire people who can do these things that you like to do less than you like making your art and maybe breaking a world record or two out there. Yeah. And I think it's hard when you start because so many things to figure out, like how to manage a website, how to uh, use social media, how to use Instagram, and also how to make videos. And when I started, I didn't know any of that. And I just learned by failing, like I said earlier, I'm lucky I knew someone who worked at Shopify. So this guy helped me build my Shopify website. And then I had to learn how to use Adobe Premiere Pro and After Effects to make my videos. So I just watched YouTube tutorials and that's how I learned how to, to use it. And then Instagram, I just started using it and I learned by using it. And I think, uh, in the beginning, there are so many things to figure out, but it takes a, a few months to like have everything set up correctly and working well. Guys, you know, just take it from that, like dedicate those few months and learn these things, L learn the tools you need. And it may be different for everybody. There may be a different formula or different cocktail of, of approaches that you take. But taking those few months, like I said, to front end load the work, like put the hard work at the beginning, learn it. And then like Matt said, it's really only a few minutes or hour even a day. And then, you know, you can really grow from there. So th this has been an incredible conversation, Matt, and I'm, I'm glad to have you on here with us. I've learned a lot. Let's bring it home for our listeners out there. What should the artists and art professionals listening out there do right now, like as soon as they finish this podcast to start revving up their careers in a major way? Okay. So the first thing to do is if you don't have a TikTok account, create one right now. On TikTok, there are a lot of trends. So there are trending songs, but there are also art trends. So if you're an artist 
and you just uh, go on TikTok, you can check out all the videos that are using the hashtag art. And you can see all the art trends that are happening right now on TikTok. So you just have to replicate the art trends with your art, your paintings or whatever you're doing. And it's really easy to do. And since it's only like 15 second videos, it's really easy to replicate. And so I would say start a TikTok account, replicate the TikTok art trends. So TikTok is important and it's really nice that the algorithm can make you go viral overnight. But since TikTok launched and started growing last year, Instagram and and, uh, Google and all the other platforms realize like the big potential and the strength of like the algorithm, the TikTok algorithm. So now you have this thing called uh, Instagram Reels and YouTube Shorts, and you also have Snapchat Spotlight, uh, and all these things are exactly the same as TikTok. So the algorithm is pretty similar. So right now, if you create a TikTok account, you can just save all the videos you make and repost all of them on your Instagram Reels, your YouTube Shorts, and your Snapchat Spotlight takes only a few minutes to just post them on all these platforms and you can reach you can reach even more people than if you were only using TikTok so if if you're starting I recommend just posting on all these platforms at the same time that's what I I do actually and that's how I grew my YouTube channel I just reposted all my videos from TikTok on my YouTube and somehow I I reached uh, almost 600,000 subscribers and I honestly didn't do anything more to get those subscribers. I was just reposting my TikTok videos. So anybody can do this as well. And I would recommend it to anybody that's starting. Just post your videos everywhere. You have nothing to lose. And it only takes a few minutes. Guys, you heard it from Matt. If you don't have a TikTok account, create one right now follow those art trends check out all the videos that use hashtag art also check out the trending songs and start to use those in your videos going back to our tips and post on all platforms at the same time because you have nothing to lose by doing so and everything to gain i think that is brilliant advice thank you matt and to all of you business artists art entrepreneurs out there Matt has been here with us today sharing his amazing perspective with you all. You're definitely going to want to go back, and I know I will, and take notes. And the way you do that is you go to our website at www.superfine.world and you click Artist Business Plan Podcast on the top. To connect with Matt, you can follow him at Matt Chesco on Instagram. That'll be in the show notes as well. And of course, Matt Chesco on TikTok. And you can also visit www.mattchesco.com for videos, originals, prints, merchandise, more, and just to kind of see how Matt is doing things because I think he's on the right track here. As always, remember that we are Super Fine Art Fair on Instagram, and we love it when you share us whenever you're listening to, benefiting from, enjoying the artist business plan. You help other artists find us. And once again, we've mentioned this before, but we really appreciate it if you can take a moment of your time and write us a review on Apple Podcasts or even just give us that that beloved five-star ranking on there. Those ratings and reviews are the ultimate critical, helpful thing in helping other artists find us. So Apple Podcasts is our main listening platform. If you're on Spotify, you can also rate us on there as well. As always, 
I'd like to wrap up this class by sharing a quick quote with you all. And that is about, it relates really well to our topic today. And it is, you cannot buy engagement. You have to build engagement. That is Tara Nicole Nelson. Matt, I can't even begin to explain how much of a pleasure it has been having you with us today. Thank you so much for sharing all of your valuable insight and perspective with our listeners. This is great stuff. We are so grateful to have you here. Thank you again. Thanks for having me. And uh, so my goal with my art is to inspire other people to follow their dreams. So if I somehow inspired you today to go all in in your art career, I'm really happy I did so. And I feel like all the tricks I did, I, I said were really powerful, but I'm happy to give them for free because it aligns with my with my goal, with my art. So thanks for having me and it was a real right. pleasure. The, the pleasure was all ours and I'm certain you inspired people and everybody, I echo Matt in saying, follow your dreams. Have an awesome rest of your day. Remember to stay on top of your artist business plan. Get out there and make it happen. New York City, San Francisco, Los Angeles, and yes, Miami. These are just a few of the places where you and your art can meet your next collector when you take the next step and exhibit with us at Superfine Art Fairs. For nearly six years, we've taken thousands of hours to develop the best art fair model for artists out there. Superfine Fairs have helped hundreds of artists just like you take control of their careers, build relationships with collectors, and create the art income and freedom that you deserve. For a limited time, we're offering you the chance to not only get a great discount on your booth, but also appear on this very podcast as a special guest, reaching thousands of artists, art influencers, collectors, and arts professionals every day. To find out how you can take advantage of this incredible opportunity, just visit www.superfine.world offer to learn more. Don't miss the chance to be a part of the top business artist community in the world. Thanks for joining us for another episode of The Artist Business Plan, a weekly business podcast for artist entrepreneurs brought to you by Superfine Art Fair. Hosted by Superfine CEO Alex Mito and co-founder slash professional artist James Milley, join us and leaders in the art, marketing, and business arenas each week for tips, tricks, and value bombs designed to help you thrive and sell more art. For more information on applying to Superfine Art Fair, as well as recordings of this in all of our past podcasts, just visit www.superfine.world. We love to hear what you have to say, so just follow us on Instagram at superfineartfair and shoot us a message to let us know you're listening. Looking for a more personal connection or want to exhibit at an upcoming fair? Just shoot us an email at artistsmakingmoney@superfine.world and we'll get right back to you. That's artistsmakingmoney@superfine.world.